We are currently in the second week of our series called Love Alarm. Okay? How many of you here do you know of someone na kapag usapang alarm yan, tuwing umaga, laging nagigising on time? Meron ba? Okay? Or meron kang kilala na, ano yan, panay ang snooze, okay, pag nag-alarm na, or ito na lang, huwag tayong lumayo. Pero kapag kilala mo ang never na late yan sa class niya. Meron, yan, mga good students, okay? Our goal for this series is this. Okay? Our goal is this. That at one point, okay? Ah, sige, yung mga nalilay, pakinggan natin ang mga reason nila. Okay? Our goal is this. That for whatever uh, definition of love you believe for the longest time, at this point, gigisingin natin. Okay? Ano nga ba ang totoo? At tunay na definition ng love that we should at least allow to shape our perspective. Hey, how many of you here, meron kang katabihin na mukhang in love yan ngayon? Yeah. In love. In love. Sa, in love sa parents nila. Raise your hands. In love sa, in love sa mga friends nila. Raise your hands. Yeah. In love sa friend pero pinaasa. Okay. Alright. I realize, I don't know with you, but we all have different definition or pictures of love, isn't it? Pag-usapan ng love, pag tinignan mo yung picture ng love, iba-iba tayo ng definition. How many of you here, pag dinefine mo sa ditang love, ang una mo naiisip, isang tao, opposite sex, yung crush mo, yung mahal mo, yun, 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 yung taong talagang nagpapakilig sa'yo. Yun, yun yung definition ng love. We all have different definitions of love. And I realize, some of us here, pag maganda yung picture of love, Kapag maganda, wala tayong iba'y maganda. Binibigyan ka ng bulaklak. May nag-spend time, nag-spend ng time with you. Pag nag-mimic ng effort. Kapag pinaprioritize ka, in your mind, is a good picture of love. But I heard of one definition of love. How many of you here you've heard of this phrase, tough love, okay? Tough love daw. Narinig na mo itong phrase na to, okay? For some, ang definition na nila ng love, ganito daw yung definition na ng love. I don't know if makaka-relate kayo. Mahal kita, kaya sasaktan kita. Okay? Papaluin kita talagang. Dahil mahal kita talagang, papaluin kita. Hahampasin kita. May makilala ba kayong ganun? Mahal daw nila yung tao kapag sinasaktan physically. May makilala ba kayong ganun? Okay? I know some. Okay? Some would define love like this. Ang love daw, parang ganito. Ikukulong ka. Okay? Or kaya ang gagawin sa'yo, paparusahan ka. Okay? Or gagawin sa'yo ay I, I, kung ano-anong pahirap yung gagawin sa'yo. Okay? Others will define love like this. Mahal ka nila, anong gagawin? Verbally, they will abuse you with words. And they will tell you, kaya ako sinasabi sa'yo kasi mahal kita. Kaya ako taminumura kasi mahal kita. Okay? Kaya ako tatisigawan kasi mahal kita. Kaya ako ginagawa kasi kaya ako uh, pinapagalitan kasi mahal kita. And what of us, we, we came to a point where it at some point, this definition of tough love, sa pananaw natin, okay, posible ba yun na mahal mo yung tao, pero yun nga yung ginagawa mo, sinasaktan mo siya, naisip nyo ba yun? Posible kaya yun na mahal mo yung tao, pero sinasaktan mo siya. Okay? And so if you are in this room, you might be a product of this kind of love. The world defines tough love as this. Tough love means what? Harsh, violent, stiff, unaffectionate. The world defines tough love as this. 
Sasaktan kita kasi mahal kita. Okay? Yung iba talaga umiiyak na ako yun, pastor. Umiiyak ako dahil sinaktay niya ako. Ibig sabihin yun, mahal niya ako. Okay? And the question is this. Can someone who hurt you still be good? Can someone who hurt you still be loving? Can someone who hurt you right, still show mean, that he or she loves you so much? And some of us, even with our relationship with God, Lord, ganun ka rin mamagmahal sa amin. Sasaktan mo kami kasi mahal mo kami. And so if we will define tough love in light of the word with God, what is God's tough love. Yung po yung sasagutin natin ngayong gabi na to, ano ba yung definition ng tough love in line with the word that comes from the Bible? Ano ba yung sasabi ng Bible? We'll all, let's all stand up and then I'll just be reading two verses in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 5 and 6. If you're, if you're a first-timer in this room, we base our teaching sa word po ni God. Right? Nonetheless, if you can read with me, nahalwe dito, my son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord nor be weary when reproved by him, for the Lord disciplines the one he, the one he loves, and chastises every son whom he receives. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this evening. I know, God, we have different definitions of love. But Lord, as we leave this place, may the love that comes from you, that kind of love that disciplines, bring forth so much revelation in our lives this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let me now take your seats. Few observations regarding this text. Nakalito sa verse, the discipline of the Lord. In other words, if you're a first-timer in this room, and you're asking, sino ba si God? Ano ba ginagawa ni God? From this text, what we can actually learn, that what? God disciplines us. Okay? God disciplines us. In other words, it, on the onset, it is in the very nature of God that He will discipline you and me. How many of you here at one point naramdaman mong disiplina ka ni Lord sa buhay mo? You're, you're a Christian. Alam mo may ginagawang discipline si God sa buhay mo right now. Going back to that text, sabi mo sa text, the Lord disciplines the one He loves. Ibig sabihin, simply put it this way, God disciplines us, obviously, because He loves us. And so the kind of definition or the kind of love that the Bible depicts the tough love that the Bible depicts is shown on that scripture. Every time God disciplines you, every time God does something in your life right now na medyo masakit, na medyo painful, na alam mo lang sa puso mo na talagang ayaw mo ng mga bagay na to, most of the time, God allows it because, keyword, He loves us. Okay? And so, when we talk about the love that comes from God, and in light with this text kanina, yung keyword doon ng discipline. Ano ba yung ibig sabihin discipline? I realize, some of us here, ayaw natin ang discipline. Okay? Can you take me back to that moment ng mga bata pa kayo? Okay? Nung mga 2 uh, years old, 3 years old, 4 years old kayo, anong, anong naramdaman nyo every time? Your parents will call you out, Anak, punta ka dito, meron kang palo. Meron ba? Nai-imagine nyo ba? Meron ko na napalo kayo nung bata pa, bata pa lang kayo. Meron ba? Or wala. Kasi ba wala. Ano, di kami never kami napalo. Okay? Okay? A lot of us, I realize, when it comes to discipline, ayaw natin ito. Okay? But let me tell you this. Discipline is good. Okay? It's a good kind of hurt. 
It is a good kind of hurt. If you can remember, okay, ayaw natin ang discipline, but you come to realize, masakit siya, but would you agree with me, sometimes, or most of the time, kailangan natin ng mga masakit na bagay para, para sa atin. We need those seasons. We, know, we need those things in our lives. I have a picture of Singapore. How many of you have been to Singapore? Or familiar kayo with Singapore? Okay? If you've been to Singapore, sabi nila, Singapore is what? It's like the Philippines, but with discipline. Okay? And then you know, in Singapore, we have probably the same uh, uh, beautiful places, mga tourist spots. Anong difference? Yung mga tao. Na Singapore po, bawal kayong magtapon basta-basta ng basura. Bawal kayong manigarilyo okay, sa labas. Okay? Lahat may mga bawal. May mga, may mga bawal gawin simply because they are what? They are practicing discipline. And so going back, I realized discipline is, is a good kind of work. Masakit siya, pero it is good. Say this with me. Discipline is good. Discipline is good. Okay? Discipline is good. And sometimes, uh, I don't have discipline because uh, it's not just it's painful, it will take something from us. May mga bagay na parang, alam mo yun, pinapahiraban tayo, may kinukuha from us. Okay? Alam mo, kung tayo lumayo, here in Subic Bay Freeport Zone, ano yung discipline dito? Ano yung mga traffic rules? Okay? When I came here in, in Subic Bay, na-appreciate ko po yung traffic rule. I've been uh, in Manila for a couple of years and sobra doon yung, ano, yung, sobra yung traffic violation ng mga motorists doon. And I greatly appreciate the kind of discipline that we have here in Subic Bay Freeport Zone. Okay? I don't know with you, but proud na proud na lang ako sa Subic Bay. Sabi ko na ako proud kasi okay yung disiplina. Okay? Turn to your seatmate. Mukha ba may disiplina yan sa daan? Yan ba yung tipo ng tao pag tumatawid yan? Talaga namang pag green, tatawid yan. Pag red, talagang titigil. Meron ba? Okay? Sana po, ganun tayo. Discipline, I realize, is what? It is important. Imagine a nation na walang disiplina. Imagine your school na walang disiplina. Eh, imagine kung wala yung mga signs na to. Ang dami na mabatay. Imagine kung sa, kung sa mga... Kung, imagine kung walang disiplina sa pag-ihi para sa mga kalalakihan. Di ba? Kung gaano kabango na lang ang Pilipinas, kung, kung kahit saan pwedeng umihi, nai-imagine nyo ba yun? Okay? And so I realized, kailangan natin ng mga ganong disiplina, kailangan natin ng mga ganong batas, kailangan natin ng mga bagay that will limit or, or put boundaries in our lives. We need those. Discipline, also from that verse, reminds us that we are what? We are a son. Doon sa verse kanina, binanggit doon simula, my son, do not regard lightly the discipline. Hear me out. Narealize ko na ang isang anak, right? obviously, every time he or she is being disciplined. Ano yung context nun? Kasi, anak siya. And I came to ask this question, bakit nga kaya yung mga ibang anak ay never na disiplina? Could it be na talagang hindi yun yung klase ng magulang? Or hindi nila magulang talaga yung tao na yun? Or, put it this way, could it be that even their parents are not even concerned with them? Have you asked that question? May nakita na ba kayong bata sa daan na pakalat-kalat na sobrang pasaway, na parang walang disiplina. Sinong sinisisi natin? Yung magulang. And friends, when I was preparing this, I greatly appreciated my parents. 
If you can take me back to that moment na napalo ka at pinagalita ka ng magulang mo, would you realize na, oh nga, no? Kaya pala ako pinalo. Kaya pala ako pinagalitan. Kasi anak ako. Kung ibang tao yun, hindi yun gagawin. Kasi hindi naman sila anak. Kung ibang tao yun, wala naman silang pakialam. Tatawanan lang nila yun. Hahayaan lang kasi hindi naman anak. That is why, looking at this context, you will greatly realize. You will, you will have a shift in terms how you view discipline kapag nakita mo yung context ng relationship. And even, eh, even in our relationship with other people, pag may pakialam ko sa tao, anong ginagawa mo? Pag may nakita, for example, imagine, yung closest friend mo, nakita mo may dumi sa puwet. Eh? How many of you here you had the courage to tell that person, alam mo, meron kang stain. Meron kang stain sa likod. Eh? Would you appreciate that person and say, salamat, pinakilaman mo ko. Salamat, kinorek mo ko. But we live in a generation, we live in a place na pag may nangyayalam sa atin, ayaw natin, tama po ba? May mga ganun ba kayo? Na gusto nyo, yung lahat ng gusto nyo na susunod. May kinala ba kayong ganun? Na everything is about me. Yung gusto ko, whatever I want, I get it. Okay? Lahat ng gusto ko, Okay? Walang, walang mali, walang bawal sa kanya. Lahat ng gusto niya, kailangan instant, gawin mo to. And I realized, living in this age, I've met a lot of young people who grew up in that culture. Okay? If you're that person, and if you get examine your heart, ask yourself this question, when was the last time someone actually confronted you because of something wrong in your life? Some of you here, you were never even corrected for the past one year, two years, or never pang may nangyayalam sa buhay ninyo. Some of you here would delight, okay lang ako, pastor, wala akong pakialam na wala nangyayalam sa akin, bahala na sila doon. Wala akong pakialam na wala nangko-correct sa akin, wala akong pakialam na wala lumalapit sa akin para sabihan ako ng mga mali sa akin. I don't know with you, but I'd rather live in a world full of correction than live in a world of apathy, than live in a world of neglect, than live in a world of walang pakialam. I'd rather live in a world surrounded by my closest friends who genuinely loves me, that they will correct me. Turn to your seat, me. Nakorek ka na ba yan at least once in your life? Ang sarap maging kaibigan kapag masaya ang tropa. Ang sarap maging kaibigan kapag masaya ang gimmick. Ang sarap maging kaibigan kapag masaya ang lakad. Pero magiging masarap pa rin kaya ang pagkakaibigan kung meron ng correction, kung sasaktan mo na yan dahil hindi kailangan sabihin mali sa kanya. Kung lalapitan mo na yan kasi alam mong may mali sa buhay niya. Yung iba dito, tumatawa kayo kasi alam nyo sa buhay ninyo na hindi kayo naging ganun sa mga kaibigan ninyo. I tell you this, with all the friends that I have right now in my life, alam niyo po yung kusina pinaka-na-appreciate ko, I greatly appreciated the ones who had the courage to confront me in my worst. We, all, we always want to live in a world where people will perceive us at our best. Ang pogi mo, pastor. Ang galing ng preaching mo, pastor. Okay? Ang excellent mo, pastor. 
Right? But I greatly appreciated those people who confronted me. Bro, mali yung grammar mo kanina. Bro, baligtad yung PNF mo. Bro, yung isura mo kanina, buhang kang gador, naka-white shirt ka lang. I realized, right? I realized they took time, they had the courage. Why? Because they are concerned with me. And so in this generation, let this be, at some point, shape the way you love, not just your special someone, but even your friends. Even your, what, whoever comes into your circle na mahal mo, kung mahal mo, alam mo, you are willing. You are willing to take the hard route na kahit masakit, I will hurt you in a context dahil mahal mo yung tao. Some of us, we're shying away we're shying away from that kind of love. Kasi feeling natin, ang pagmamahal, kailangan lang laging bed of process. Kailangan lang sweet words. Kailangan lang affirmation. Eh? I pray that in this room, we will leave this place after this. Oo nga, no? Mahal pala ako every time kinokorek ako. Mahal pala ako every time someone tells me what's wrong in my life. Mahal pala ako every time someone takes effort na kausapin ako about some issues in my life. Mahal pala ako. Okay? Again, the way we perceive discipline, it will, be, it will make a big shift if we put it in the context of relationship. Say relationship. Okay? Bakit kaya kinokorekt tayo ng isang tao? If you look at the context of relationship, you will greatly appreciate why he or she is doing that. Ah, kasi anak ako. Ah, kasi mahal niya ako. Ah, kasi, ah, kasi kaibigan ko talaga siya. May pakialam siya. And so, going back to that context, the Lord disciplines the one He loves. Eh? Because, kapag hindi ka nasaktan, ano nangyayari? Hindi ka natututo. How many of you here would agree with me na medyo matigas ang ulo natin pagdating sa napakaraming bagay? Right? Sinabi ng bawal hawakan to, hinahawakan pa rin. Sinabi ng bawal pumasok sa gantong lugar, pumapasok pa rin. Sinabi ng bawal mo siyang mahalin. Hindi ko mapigilan, Pastor. Alam kong bawal, but my heart tells me mahal ko siya. Right? Kapag hindi ka nasaktan, obviously, we will not come to a point of waking up and say, love alarm, na-alarm ka. Finally, nung nagising ka, natuto ka. Okay? And some of us, we always needed the hard route para matuto. But do you imagine, bakit kaya kailangan may mga exams pa? Para, pag nahirapan ka, mangyayari, para matuto. Some of us here, when we look at exams, gusto mo mag-cheat for getting the fact na ang context kaya kang nag-exam ay para matuto, hindi lang para pumasa. Pumasa ka nga, pero hindi ka natuto. Believe me, okay? Quick story, if I may share this. Back in my board exam days, 
Board example po ng chemical engineering back in Mapua. During that time, lahat po ng mga kasama ko sa review, okay? I've known of people na, alam mo yun, chemical engineering reviews, sabi ng mga proctor, okay lang daw mag-cheat. Okay? In my mind, proctor din nagsasabing pwede mag-cheat, baka naman talagang pwede. I was trying to compromise before God. Lord, baka naman talaga pwede. But I realized, that's why you are reviewing, you are studying, because you wanted to, to learn. And so someday, you can apply whatever you've learned in your workplace. Hindi ako nag-aaral para lang pumasa, and then parating sa trabaho, wala akong alam. Fast forward, when we took the board exam, kid you not, I've known of some people who cheated their way out of college. College pa lang, nag-cheat na sila. Pag-graduate ng college, nag-cheat. Review sa board exam, nag-cheat. Pagdating po ng board exam, napakahirap na nung talaga iba yung proctor, most of them bumagsak. Okay? I kid you not, I greatly appreciated many times I failed my exams because it is God's way of telling me, sign, you need to work harder. You need to persevere. You need to study more. I look at it as God's way of discipline to tell me, you can do it. Kaya mo yan. You can be better in this. Some of us, we've been wanting the easier way out. Tetakasan natin. Realizing na mahal na mahal ka ng Panginoon. Kaya gusto niyang pagdaanan mo to. So someday, you will greatly appreciate all the blessings that He is preparing for you and for me. I wrote here, God sees our sins. And my view, He will not tolerate it. He will not tolerate it. Some of you here, you've been a Christian, you've been a follower of Christ, or first-timer ka lang dito, and you look at sin casually, umatid ka ng service, patawa-tawa ka service, come week in, week out, nandito ka, but you've been tolerating a certain sin, and in your heart, okay lang to, wala namang nakakita. Okay lang to, wala namang may alam. Okay lang to, I'm just hurting myself. Ako lang naman ang involved dito. But friends, God loves us so dearly. Sabi He will not tolerate whatever sin that's inside our hearts. In Hebrews chapter 12 verse 4, nalagay doon, in your struggle against sin. Obvious naman pong may struggle. How many of you here, you are still struggling with sin? Raise your hand. Yung iba talaga, perfect kayo. Wala, wala kayong struggle. Okay? Tell us po, teach us master. Paano po yun? I hope this is a good news for some of you. All of us who raise our hands, obviously, we are fully convinced that in this world, we struggle with sin. Those who did not raise their hands, kayo na. Okay? But here's the reality. Even in the Bible, the reality is this. All mankind, because of our sinful nature, we struggle with sin. There is a constant struggle with sin. Yung po yung reality. And the only way we can overcome through this is through, through God. If you're asking me, Pastor, I've been struggling with sin. I've been harboring this sin. I've been committing pornography for the longest time. I've been committing immorality for the longest time. I've been committing cheating or 
feeling for the longest time or alam mo yung character ko sobrang pasaway ako for the longest time the only way that we can overcome it is not through ourselves not according to our strength but through through God isn't this a good news for some of you for all of us actually good news siya bakit po siya good news if you can look at this we can overcome it victory is possible and it is possible through through God some of you here you've quit okay you quit on that point na parang feeling mo you will never become victorious in this struggle you've been sinning and sinning all over na 5 years ka ng Christian 10 years ka ng Christian feeling mo walang victory here's the good news we can overcome it but it will all happen through through the work of God okay and I hope it brings assurance to you it will never be about what? Your own strength and ability. Kasi kung ikaw lang, alam sa sarili mo, hindi mo kaya. Kasi kung kaya mo, obviously, hindi siya struggle. Tama po ba? Kung kaya mo, hindi ka nahihirapan. Kung kaya mo, hindi ka ngayon nagtatago sa kaslayan na yan. Kung kaya mo, hindi mo sana kinakahiyayan ngayon. Kung kaya mo, kaya mo siyang sabihin, oo nga, no? I am over this thing. But the fact that we cannot overcome it, okay, it means we need the grace of God to help us overcome that. And sometimes, God allows discipline and these disciplines, para saan? Para saan anong purpose ito? With our afflictions, with our sufferings, and with our, with, through other people. Yung mga discipline ni God, it can come through different forms. Okay? Nag-aaral ka naman mabuti, but at one point, yung teacher mo talagang, alam mo yun, nagroneta ng grades ng hula ng grades okay? in your mind you've been studying but sometimes God allows disciplines through affliction may nangyari sa pamilya mo may crisis na walang trabaho yung parents mo it can come in different forms sometimes through suffering Nagugu- wala ka ng pambili ng pagkain wala kang pera wala kang pambayad tuition fee wala kang pinasang entrance test to college wala kang pinasang exams this March. Yung mga suffering mo ngayon. Ito, I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate. Yung discipline ni God sometimes through other people. Biglang yung parents mo, sabi, grounded ka. Okay? Nahuli ka ng teacher na nag-cheat ka sa exam. Zero ka. Nahuli ka ng victory group leader mo na may kasamang iba. sa maling lugar. Okay. Nahuli kayo nung uh, mga magulang ninyo na may ginagawa mali. And God uses other people. Even, ano ba, authorities, policemen, okay? kung sino man, to, to, uh, to, to inflict discipline in our lives. And with this, ano po nangyayari? Ano ka natin gawin? Given the reality na meron lahat ng mga suffering, afflictions and all, the verses, Sabi dito, it is for discipline that you have to endure. Say endure. endure. In other words, yes, we are going through suffering, afflictions, and trials. But here's the encouragement. Realizing that this can probably be from God. Ano pong kailangan natin gawin? Endure. Endure lang daw po natin, mga kapatid. No matter what happens, no matter how hard, no matter how you've been suffering, 
from all your failures, from all this discipline. Alam mo yun? Ramdam nyo naman eh. Would you agree with me that most of the time, mararamdaman mo kung galit kay God yung discipline? Okay, mararamdaman mo yun eh. Yung parang kahit anong effort mo, alam mo lang na God is doing something in your season right now. Nag-aaral ka naman, pero di ka talaga pumasa. Okay? Ginawa mo naman yung best mo, pero alam mo yun, talagang iba yung naging result. Minahal mo naman siya, pero sinaktan ka lang. Right? Nag-ipon ka naman talaga, lahat ginawa mo, pero ang ending pa rin, parang negative pa rin. Most of the time, God allows it. Okay? But the key word is this, we need to endure. And as you endure, you need to ask yourself, Lord, if this is, if this is your discipline, what are the things that you wanted me to learn? Lord, ano ba yung gusto mong matutunan ko? Life in itself is full of learnings. Hindi lang po sa school, mga kapatid. In your life alone, God wants you to learn a lot of things. And maybe, just maybe, God hurts you because He knows sin can hurt you more. Sin can hurt you more. Alam ni Lord, na ipag pinagpatuloy mo yan, yung attitude mo, yung pagmumura mo, yung pagsipa mo sa mga kapatid mo. Alam ni Lord, na pag pinagpatuloy mo yan, it can hurt you more. Sin has this effect. Too much sin will what? Callous our hearts. If you keep on doing or, com- or if you keep on committing sin, anong naramdaman ng puso natin? Eventually, kahit Christian ka, parang ang tigas-tigas na ng puso mo. Okay? Yung parang manhid na manhid ka sa kasalanan, patuloy mo siyang ginagawa, normal na lang sa yun. And even before God, wala na yung sakit na, aray Lord, nasaktan kita. Sorry Lord, nagawa ka to. If you are here and you've been committing sin like no other, in fact, talaga nag-master ka na sa kasalanan. You've been mastering it over and over. Sobrang kalus na ng heart mo. Okay? Anong gagawin ni Lord? He will do a surgery. In what? In our hearts. Bubuksan yan. O-operate yan. Sasaktan yan para eventually maging tender ulit yung puso natin. I wrote here, God loves us so much that He removes things that will hurt us if left untouched. Yung form po ng discipline ni Lord, most of the time, He will remove things in our lives. I've been sharing this story. Wala na akong maisip na story, kundi yung mga kayabangan ko na lang sa buhay. When I was in high school, sobrang yabang ko talaga. Kung meron kayong kilalang mayabang sa batch ninyo, I can qualify. Okay? Sobrang yabang ko. Feeling ko talaga, I deserve to be the valedictorian. I deserve to be the batch president. I deserve to pass the all the college entrance tests. I deserve my girlfriend. Okay? In my mind, Okay, ang wala lang sa akin, basketball. Yun lang yung panghambol sa akin talaga ni Lord during that time. Okay, hindi ako naglalaro ng basketball. But in my mind, every time I look at people, sobrang yaba ko kasi nasa akin itong mga lahat eh. Okay? And during that time, mind you, I'm even the most quote-unquote religious person in the room. I was awarded the outstanding, uh, ng award yan, the Merino awardee of the, our school. Parang ganun. 
with the characteristics of integrity, loyalty, we might not know. In the eyes of people, I've been tolerant, I've been known to be someone like that. But kid you not, God sees. God sees every sin that I've been harboring when I was in high school. Alam ni Lord, nadinaya ko para maging top one ako ng batch namin. Alam ni Lord na, alam mo yun, niloloko ko lang yung mga tao, yung mga kaibigan ko. Alam ni Lord that I've been doing this and that. Alam ni Lord that I've been committing immorality. Alam ni Lord that I've been hurting other people. Alam ni Lord that I've been doing this and that. And as much as I tried protecting all of those, as much as I tried protecting my grades, protecting my dignity, protecting my image, ano to eh, batch president to eh, batch ganito to eh. Okay? As much as I've been trying to protect myself, God in His all power, when He inflicted discipline in my life, ano yung mga ginawa niya? First time ko bumagsak, organic chemistry. Okay? Back in college. I tried running for election, natalo ako. Nung nakatalo sa akin, mas gwapo pa ako. I tried what? I tried pursuing my girlfriend ulit, pero iniwan niya ako. All of those things. And in my mind, I'm telling you this, because during that time, hindi ko ma-appreciate, Lord, kung mabuti ka, kung mahal mo ko, bakit mo natanggal sa akin lahat ng mga to? Bakit hindi ako pumasa? Bakit ako bumagsa? Bakit hindi ako nanalo? Bakit ganito yung situation namin? And I've been ranting and ranting and ranting before God. But when I realize that the kind of love that God demonstrates in our lives right now, that even if it will cause us to hurt, dahil mahal tayo ni Lord, He will remove all of those things which in His mind will destroy us. You know, that's how good and how great our God is. Alam nga kung ano yung mga bagay na makasigla sa atin. Some of you here, you've been tolerating all of those. But mind you, it's either today that you surrender that to God or you keep on allowing God and allowing God the Lord masakit na masakit masakit pa rin ha few years from now all the pain will be there and mind you this pain is God's way of telling you that He loves you last point the discipline that I need to endure is a proof of God's love for me if I can paraphrase even the pain that I need to endure Masakit eh. Pasaway ako eh. Ayaw ko mag-obey eh. Ayaw ko sumunod kay Lord. Pasaway ako eh. Yabang ko eh, di ba? Yabang mo eh. Alam mo, signo ka. Hayaan mo. Hayaan mo si Lord ay mag-inflict ng discipline sa'yo. And you will wake up one day realizing, Lord, wala na yung yabang ko. Wala na yung, alam mo yun, yung bawat takbo ko sa'yo bawat tago ko, bawat cover-up ko ng meron ako right now, in the eyes of God, when you are at that moment of discipline, all you can do right now is, Lord, masakit siya, but here I am, allow that discipline in my life. Let's all bow our heads right now, Let, allow me to pray for you. I want to lead some of you in a form of prayer. As I was preaching, if you are here and you are so at some point quickened by God. 
I don't want I don't want you to leave this place enjoying all the worship and all the friendships but missing out on what God wants to tell you. I believe it's never an accident that you get to hear this kind of message para sang gamot na kahit mapait, kahit masakit, we need it. This kind of love that we need this evening. For some of you, you need to go through this moment of humbling yourself and say, Pastor, if merong may sakit ngayon na kailangan muna sa doktor, ako yun. If merong mayabang na kailangan i-humble, ako yun. If merong ngayong nagkakasala at patuloy natatago sa kasalanan, ako yun. If meron dito patawa-tawa, kunyari paloko-loko masaya, but left on my own, I cannot deny the fact that I am void and empty. Ako yun, Pastor. And that's why tonight, I just want to invite you, if you want to humble yourself tonight and just acknowledge, Lord, just like that verse, I've been struggling with sin. But your tough love came down on us this evening and it's reminding us, my sons and my daughters, this sin that you are tolerating, itong kasalanang ginagawa mo will do you no good. It will cause you harm upon harm, not only to yourself, but even to your loved ones. And I believe the Lord wants to tell you right now, my sons and my daughters, you might be looking at the left or at the right, but I am looking to you straight in the eye and I am pinpointing a certain sin that you've been hiding, says the Lord. Have I not told you that I am a God who can expose the truth? I am a God who can expose whatever darkness you've been hiding in secret. But also, have I not told you that I am a God who loves you so dearly that I am here and I will bring forth healing in this area that needs to be restored. With all heads bowed and eyes closed, I don't care with the person sitting beside you. But if you are that person and you are acknowledging, Pastor, ako yun. And I'm boldly accepting that truth that even if it hurts, even if it will cost my pride, even if it will cost my image and my pain, that's just me hiding in this sin, hiding in this darkness, hiding in this ministry. But if you are here tonight and you are saying, Pastor, I need help. The Lord wants to help you. May Will you receive that help that comes only by God's grace as you surrender to Him? With all heads bowed and eyes closed, this is for all of us. Don't mind the person beside you. Without no one looking around, just raise your hand as an act of surrender if that is you. Yes. Ako yun, Pastor. Please pray for me. As you are raising your hands, allow me to pray for you. I believe this is your first step towards victory. And I believe this is your first step for you to be refreshed that once and for all, my son, my daughter, I am washing away your old life. I am giving you a new swine skin. I am giving you a new cloth, says the Lord. Lord, today, as we are raising your hands, can you agree with me in prayer? Lord, as we are raising our hands, Lord, we say, first and foremost, God, we are sorry. 
Lord, many times we've hurt you. Many times we've turned our back against you. Many times we've faked religion. Many times we've faked Christianity. But tonight, we humbly acknowledge God that this is our way of telling you that tonight, in our weakness, in our sinfulness, God, let the love that comes from you cover up whatever sin that we commit. And Lord, as we are raising our hands, I just pray, God, that your grace will be sufficient for us to overcome. Lord, if some of us, we need to talk to someone, give us the grace to confess our sins to someone. If some of us right now, we need to say no to our relationship, say no to a sin, Lord, help us by your grace find a way out over this sin. If some of us tonight, you are teaching us, God, with your discipline, Lord, today, I declare that we will endure whatever you've been allowing us to go through. And Lord, thank you because your love tonight is very much felt. We greatly feel, God, that you love us so much that you won't stop, God, until we become victorious in this area. You may not put down your hands. Let's all stand up before we worship God.